Dive In Movie Cast, a film podcast where two unqualified critics give their opinions and try and differentiate themselves from every other podcast out there. And welcome to the Golden Globes After Show. Woo woo. Uh, my name's Wesley, and we just finished the Golden Globes not just like 20 minutes ago. Um, amazing, fantastic, super awesome to see some uh, great artists who deserve these nominations and deserve these awards get them. Um, I, there were a lot of uh, awards in there that I did not expect um, that certain movies would get, and we'll talk about those as we get into it. But overall, I'm honestly pretty happy with the Golden Globes. Yeah, um, I I wasn't I didn't have any super high hopes for the Golden Globes, but um, after watching it, I'm really happy with a lot of the movies that got the awards and TV shows as well. Uh, and it it has brought to my attention movies and TV shows that I need to watch apparently. Yeah. That I haven't seen. There was a lot of nominations on there that were kind of questionable. And and there's things about the Golden Globes that are severely flawed, which we'll get into. Yeah. But you're you're right. Like particularly in the T V category, there was a lot of stuff where I was like, I've never heard of this. And Mark yeah. Ruffalo seems very happy about his win right now, so maybe I should check this out. Mm-hmm. Uh couple drinks deep. Yeah, we did have a couple drinks, so this is your warning. Yeah. It's a little bit a little bit of a a messier freestyle type episode, but yeah, we just wanted to give our opinions on the Golden Globes, and what better way to do it than right after the Golden Globes, fresh out of the uh, living room from watching it on our TV. Credits rolled. It was like, should we do it tomorrow morning? No, no, let's run no, it right let's now. let's do it right now. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there. first let's get the controversy out of the way. Golden Globes are really bad with diversity. Yeah. This is a huge issue that they've had for a long time and kind of... In a, in, a, in a bit of a cringe sense, tried to heal tonight. Yeah. Through, like, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, they really addressed their lack of diversity and the issues they have with diversity, mm-hmm. um, which was a bit weird. I, I feel like it was a very, like, ha-ha, we're making fun of ourselves because we're racist and we suck. <laughs> um, and, and it was a bit odd. It was, like, too tongue-in-cheek for something that's, like, a genuine issue. Like, you mm-hmm. guys you guys need to acknowledge that there's... There's a flaw in your system and how you nominate movies. That being said, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey did a great job, in my opinion, on hosting. They did, yeah, and they did make it work. Like they, yeah. despite the fact that they were in uh, New York and L.A., it felt genuine. It felt, you know, they they really killed it. They've got that presence whenever they're on screen together. Yeah, I feel like it really worked with them. But yeah, the Golden Globes really do have an issue with their diversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, goes to show with Minari being nominated in. Best foreign film. But it's all in the U.S. But it's all an American film. The director is from the U.S. And the only foreign part about it is the occasional parts where they don't speak English. The movie's like a 50-50 split of Korean dialogue and English dialogue. And because of that, the Golden Globes are like, this is not... It's foreign. Steve, Steven Yeun should have been there for best best actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of categories, I feel like Minari should have been included as well. But because it was foreign film, it foreign didn't, film. yeah, quote unquote, it didn't really get nominated for anything else. And and that's kind of a bummer. And I wanted to get that out of the way first. Yeah. Because I'm pretty, pretty broken up about how Minari was treated at the Golden Globes this year. Mm-hmm. But there, there were, there were a lot of good things in particular when we got the best performance to start off uh, by an actor in supporting role uh, and Daniel Kaluuya won it for Judas and the Black Messiah. So deserving. So deserving. Oh, he does such a good job in that movie. Such an amazing performance. I feel like this is the start of a great award season for him. Yeah. A lot of sweeps I feel like he's going to get with this year. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Leto was sitting there. I missed this. I actually got I got back late. I was a uh, I was having dinner with my family and I got back late and I missed this. But t- tell me a little bit about <laughs> Jared Leto. Uh, he just had a real weird. He had some real weird facial hair going on tonight, <laughs> and he was like. He just looked so stern and serious. Bill Murray was like smiling and raising drinks to uh, Daniel Kaluuya, and Jared Leto. A, a part of him just looked a little broken up that his garbage movie didn't you know, <laughs> didn't win anything. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty hilarious. But I'm I'm really glad Daniel won. Uh, there was connection issues when he first came up, and so he was trying to speak and none of it was coming through. And I was like, oof, we're off to a rough start this evening. Yeah, but he got through. He said the Golden Globes were trying to play him, which they were, keeping him silent. <laughs> no, and then, uh, yeah, no, he delivered a pretty good acceptance speech. I'm glad he won it. Yeah. I think it's a great performance that is truly deserving of all the praise it's going to get. And and it's a great start to a pretty awesome award season for him if, if it goes according to how it should. That being said, though, there are some insanely good uh, actors in this category with Bill Murray from On the Rocks. I loved his performance in that. Yeah, I really Leslie Adam Jr. from One Night Miami. Like, whoo, there are some good ones. Uh, I mean, other than Jared Leto. Yeah, we'll just we'll just pretend Jared Leto didn't slide his way in there. <laughs> I mean, it's not even an awful performance, to be honest. It's maybe like the best part of the little things, but it's just a bad movie. It mm-hmm. just shouldn't be in the talks of, of this award season. It, it's weird to see it there. Yeah. Um, but that takes us to our next category being best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series, limited series, or motion picture made for television, which John Boyega won for The Small Axe. Um, I did not see the one that he was in. Um, Red, I, White, and Blue is what it's called. It's fantastic. Yeah, I did not see that. I'll have to watch that now. Uh, but I think he's super deserving for this. I mean, even though I haven't seen it, he's a great actor, and I love him. So He deserves more than what Star Wars gave him. Yeah. So it's nice to see him get any any amount of praise or any award. I'm really happy for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's fantastic in this. He's really good. Small Axe deserved a bit more wins tonight. Like John Boyega, I think, was the only win from Small Axe. And that's, that's upsetting because these are quality movies that yeah. should be in the running at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. But because of the fact that they were limited series, quote unquote, uh, they're not. They're kind of just here shafted to the Golden Globes. You know the misfit of the award season. At least, at least John Boyega got the win for that one. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, must you know, it's nice. Um, and then our next category is best performance by an actress in a television series, musical or comedy. And Catherine O'Hara won that for Schitt's Creek. I don't watch Schitt's Creek. Um, I've heard amazing things about it, and I've been told so many times by you and multiple people to watch it. I haven't got around to it. I'm currently watching. Um, Parks and Rec because I haven't seen that which I love Parks and Rec I don't know why I haven't watched it sooner um, shout out Amy Poehler shout out Amy Poehler yeah exactly uh, but yeah Schitt's Creek I, I really love Schitt's Creek I haven't finished it I'm only on season 3 mm-hmm. but Catherine O'Hara deserves all the praise she's one of the funniest parts of that show and she's got such a chaotic energy to all the scenes that she has and I think I think it's well deserving she's always great and particularly in this show, she delivers a, a really wild performance that the show ended last year, and she's still winning awards for it. So it says That's a lot awesome. about it. That's awesome. Shit's Creek's worth the watch, for sure. I will definitely have to check it out. Um, for for best uh, motion picture in the animated category, mm-hmm. we have Over the Moon, uh, Soul, Wolf, Wolf Walkers, 
Onward, The Croods, A New Age, and it winner was Soul. Obviously. Obviously. Had to go to Soul. Yes, Soul is amazing. Um, it totally wins in this category. Onward is great. I do love Onward a lot. Me too. Um, but Soul definitely wins this because, come on. It was the most widely talked about, and and I feel like it tried something really different for Pixar. It was it was a fresh a fresh take on what they really do or what they usually do. Mm-hmm. And and Wolfwalkers was another one that I really liked that kind of went under people's radars, but it was really interesting animation and it was a really cute story. But I definitely think this is well deserved for Soul. Honestly, Crude's a new age. Come on, people. <laughs> I know. Come on. No. Ab- absolute game changer. Completely safe cinemas in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> Have you actually watched the first Crude's movie? I- I've seen the first one. I haven't watched the second. Not bad. I will not lie. Not bad. Have not seen the second one. It does look kind of funny. Um, Maybe I'll watch it now. Who knows? I don't know. But they were playing Probably clips from it tonight, and I was just like, Emma Stone is in this. Yeah. It's weird that she's leading the Crude's. I'm like... I thought she was doing, like, wait. Emma Stone and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cast is oddly huge for that movie. And, um, oh, geez, I should know who plays the main guy, and I just cannot. Oh, Nicolas Cage, if My I'm man. not mistaken. My man. Um, He's out here. But that, but our next category, uh, enough talking about the crews. Um, it, we mentioned this already, but best performance by an actor in a limited series or motion picture made for television uh, the winner of that being Mark Ruffalo from I Know This Much Is True. I have not heard of this. I have not seen this. Now I need to watch it. The only things in this category that I had heard about were uh, Hugh Grant in The Undoing, Ethan Hawke in The Good Lord Bird, and Brian Cranston in Your Honor. So I hadn't heard of the other two. And yeah. I mean, I love Mark Ruffalo. I'm always rooting for him. And he's I, always great. I think he's been dealt an unfair hand where he hasn't really had a solo movie as, Hul- as Hulk. So I love to see him pursuing other stuff and getting like really good roles and happy for him. He really seemed passionate about this role and about this character. Uh, love Mark Ruffalo. And he had a great speech too. Like his he speech did. was really good. Yeah. Um, Jason Sudeikis could take a take a note from that one. We'll, we'll get around to <laughs> we'll that. We'll get around to Jason Sudeikis' speech. Our roommate Morgan was like, no, man. Don't bring him up. He doesn't deserve to be put on blast like that. And we like, ain't going to put him on blast. I just got to mention him. Yeah. Um, and then we've got best screenplay for motion picture uh, with some amazing nominations with Nomadland by Chloe Zhao, uh, Trial of Chicago 7, Aaron Sorkin, uh, Mank, Jack Fincher, um, The Father, which isn't even out yet, but was in the the nominations for a lot of stuff. Um and promising young woman Emerald Fennel yeah uh but yeah I, the winner being Trial of Chicago Seven uh totally deserving I totally get it um I do love Nomadland so much and promising young woman as well uh but tri- Trial of Chicago Seven was really good so I liked Trial of Chicago Seven a lot but I do feel like this was the safest choice yeah for screenplay they kind of Aaron Sorkin is a, a widely renowned screenwriter. Uh, done a lot of really good Hollywood scripts, so it feels like, hey, let's pay him some love, give this guy who is known to write good scripts the screen screenplay uh, credit. I, I kind of wish Emerald Fennell got it, to be honest with you, for, mm-hmm. for Promising Young Woman. Uh, I really want to see The Father. I have not I been able to. No one's been able to see it, but... Nominated in like three categories tonight. Just no way to watch it. Um, yeah. So that's a bit weird. Nomadland is a movie that's... It's very still. It's built around a lot of, of slower stuff, a lot of character shots, and 
just emotion on Francis McDormand's face. So for it to not win Best Screenplay kind of makes sense to me, despite the fact it's my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really wish Promising Young Woman got it. I feel like that script's really doing a lot of cool stuff, and, mm-hmm. and it's just going for it. And yeah. so this one feels like a safe bet, but Aaron Sorkin's great, so I'll let yeah, him have exactly. it. It's okay. It's good. Um, I'm just glad they didn't go for the classic Hollywood choice, and they're like, Mank! It's about Hollywood. Let's let's do it. I mean, it might, no, we might see that at the Oscars, but... Yeah, I could see the Oscars going for it. I'm surprised Amanda Seyfried didn't win Best Supporting, but seeing Mank win would have honestly maybe been really, really sweet with David Fincher honoring the script that his father wrote. Yeah. So, but I, I do agree. I'm glad, kind of glad Mank didn't win. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got Best Performance by an Actress in a Television Series, and the winner of that was Emma Corrin for The Crown. Um, the crown really swept it up tonight. A lot I, of crown love. I am personally just not a big fan of uh, the uh, like. Um, how did how what era would you put that in? Victoria, yeah, the Victorian, Victorian era like yeah. te- television shows. Maybe if I started watching the crown, uh, I would love it. Who knows? Um, but I've heard a lot of good things about the crown. So have I, and that's where I'm. Co- I'm kind of trying to just shut off how I typically feel about this this subgenre. I'm never really a big fan of like that royal uh, Britain stuff, mm-hmm. and that's not anything against it. It's just it's kind of slow. It's kind of boring to me. Yeah, but I hear a lot of love for the Crown, so maybe I'll have to check it out. It absolutely swept tonight. Yeah, it really did. It was like four awards or something. It wouldn't stop going. So mm-hmm. clearly, people like it. Maybe I'll give it a shot. Um, for best original song in a motion picture. Uh, there are so many, so many great songs this, in this list. Um, I have not seen the winner being uh, Low C or Seen from The Life Ahead. I've not seen that movie. And I'm sure this song is great. Um, but I I kind of wish, like, Speak Now from One Night in Miami 1 uh, or, like, Fight for You from Judas the Black Messiah. Such a good one. Um, there's a lot of good ones in here. Um, but I'm I'm sure... They have the reasons for scene winning. Yeah, the reasons are that they're weird and, <laughs> and and that they picked like the one movie that I'm not trying to shit on. I haven't seen it. I'll have to watch it. But mm-hmm. has anybody talked about this movie? I've I really... have not heard of The Life Ahead. Me neither. I've heard of all of the other movies in this except for The Life Ahead. This category is kind of bullshit, to be honest with you. Like, not because any of the songs here are necessarily bad by any means, but just because it's a weird category and it's always like the end credit song that nobody really sticks around to listen to anyways yeah uh, I kind of agree I do like speak now I think that's a pretty pretty good song um another or what a life from another round oh yeah been here it, it oh yeah it's not here oh sorry it wasn't even nominated and and that feels weird because that song was made for that movie and that's not like an instance of like a a forgettable end credit song what a life kind of rounds out a perfect movie yeah and so it, it definitely should have been here, but you know, they don't love to show or they don't like to show love to any movie in the foreign awards category, mm-hmm. aside from being in the foreign awards category. They won't give it best song, but they're like, Yeah, you can be nominated for best foreign movie, but we won't put you in the best movie category. Ah, come on. I love that movie. So good. But I think Fight for You is really good. I think Speak Now is really good. Um I just feel like this is a weird category. It's kinda like the the category everybody just pushes to the side and doesn't really talk about. Uh-huh. Speak Now should have won. Mm-hmm. Agreed. In my opinion. Um, but speaking of music, we then go to Best Original Score, and the winner, like, honestly, 
I, uh, they, it totally deserves this. Soul won this. Like, come on. That movie's soundtrack was so good. The jazz. Oh, the jazz. Y'all know I love my jazz. That smooth jazz just like I can sit. Hits. I can sit and listen to um that piano twinkle for so long, and I would love it. And so, I totally think that Soul deserves this. Yeah, all the music in this was so good. Hundred percent. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are like the greatest composers for scores right now in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They're doing so much great stuff, and they were nominated twice. They also did the score for Mank. Yeah. So that really speaks a lot to the how good they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soul definitely deserved it. Whether you like this movie or not, the score is is immaculate. Yeah, I I found it interesting that Tenet was one of the choices as well. Um, because I, I mean, I don't even remember the soundtrack for Tenet. There were so many things going on. I did not listen to the music. I I really like the soundtrack for Tenet by uh, Ludwig Göransson, but I I understand why they picked Soul. It's it's a more melodic beautiful sort of sounding score whereas tennis yeah. kind of just like this very bassy weird psychedelic yeah. stuff so exactly i understand the soul pick and con- honestly kind of agree with it mm-hmm. uh, then we go to best performance by an actor in a television series musical or comedy <laughs> here we are and our winner jason sudeikis for ted lasso i've heard a lot of good things about ted lasso it actually looks pretty good i kind of want to w- start watching it yeah i hear nonstop praise about this show this year people seem to really like it um but his jason sudeikis's <laughs> speech um it's funny because uh amy poehler was like the one of the great things about the golden globes we always get someone's speech it's messed up and weird and they did like a little bit with some snl people um, Maya so, Rudolph was hilarious. Yeah, here. Maya Rudolph, and I can't remember the other guy's name. I can never remember his name, and I feel bad because I actually love him. Um, but uh, oh, Keenan Thompson—that's his name. There it is. Yeah, you got it. Um, but this—this this was the speech that they were talking about. Um, no offense, no offense to Jason Sudeikis, but everyone else in this category is dressed up in their suits, and Jason Sudeikis was just chilling in a tie-dye hoodie. Um, <laughs> And then when it came to him, he was just like, whoa, this is crazy. He said that about three times, three, four times in that. And in, in the first three sentences, his first three sentences were just this. This is crazy. And then he kind of went under this weird rant about like how he had a conversation with his son about how like nobody ever really loses. Yeah. And I, and then you could see Don Cheadle doing like the wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, signal. he's doing like, come on, come on. I mean, you know. The guy probably just wanted to smoke a joint and chill. He maybe didn't expect to win for the yeah. Golden Gloves. So I'm not going to be too hard on him. He's probably really caught off guard. But it was it was an awkward acceptance speech. I I don't think I would ever go to an awards ceremony or anything like drunk or high. I, uh. COVID fucked everything up. Now everybody's sitting in their kitchens like bong in front of them like, well, I'm in the middle of the Golden Globes. What, should I, <laughs> what do I do? I just got a, a a golden globe. Um wow, this is crazy. Yeah, pour me another <laughs> shot, please. Uh, and- uh th- sorry. There are some other good uh people in this category. I've heard Rami Yosef uh in Rami is really good. That's an A24 TV series. Oh, wow. I hadn't even heard of it. Yeah, I've heard really good things and and uh Eugene Levy in Shit's Creek is is fantastic. I think it's Levy. Is it Levy? I believe that, it's Levy. That would make more sense for pronunciation. Um, but he's he's great in that. He's one of my favorite parts of that show. So if he had won, that also would have been good. But mm-hmm. I'll have to watch Ted Lasso. I've heard good things. Yeah. Just that was a weird acceptance speech. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then we get best television series, musical or comedy, and our winner being Schitt's Creek again. Schitt's Creek, uh, I think, deserves this. I have not seen any of these other shows that are in here. Emily in Paris, The Flight Attendant, The Great, and Ted Lasso. Um, but... The Great is apparently really good. My, my parents watched it, and they immediately texted me. They were like, you have to watch it. It kind of shits all over, like the Victorian British type stuff we were talking yeah. about. It kind of parodies that. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot more playful with approach to it. So I've heard fun things about that. Uh, Emily in Paris, I don't know. Yeah, That's not my type of show. But Neither is uh, The Flight Attendant, honestly. But Yeah. But I, I think Shit's Creek's very deserving of this. It's a show that a lot of people have showed love to in recent years. And it just keeps on coming. Yeah, I like Shit's Creek. I hear a lot about Shit's Creek all the time. Uh, so I definitely think it deserves that. Um then we go to best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy, and our winner being uh, Rosamund Pike. Is that how you say her name? I believe so. Rosamund uh, Rosamund. I think it's it's one or the other. One of those two. Uh, for I care a lot, and totally, totally deserves that. We watched I care a lot not that long ago. Yeah. Do you want to get into it right quick? That movie. Yeah. Just briefly. Just briefly. Uh, I care a lot is a really cool movie for those of you who don't know. Uh, we'll try to keep this as spoiler-free as possible, but it's essentially about a uh, woman who works with the government for people who, uh, once they get to a certain age and they don't have anyone to look after them, she takes them and uh, puts them in nursing homes and things like that in places where they can get looked after. But the side part is, the secret sneaky part, is that she actually just robbed them of all their money after she puts them in these care homes. And so... Terrible person just completely taking advantage of these old people. Absolutely horrible. Uh, But the movie does a really good job with its dark comedy. Um, It's definitely a dark comedy movie because there were moments in this movie where I was like, oh my goodness, like, whoa, Uh, okay. Uh, But yeah, she holds this movie down. Like, without her this movie would not be what it is. And so I feel like this movie's vibe really would have gotten lost in translation without her. Yeah. She really, she carries it on her shoulders in this weird sense where it's not a bad movie without her, but she makes this character, this absolutely detestable character, Mm -hmm. like interesting and like captivating in this really weird sense where like, I hate this woman, but like Rosamund Pike is holding her performance down so well in this movie. And also, just completely unrelated, Peter Dinklage is also really good in it. Yeah, he's really good in this movie. But I agree with you. It, it really, it, it's got a good dark comedy to it. And there's there was times while watching it where my girlfriend was like, oh my god, this is heartbreaking. This is like so sad. And I'm like, no, it's trying to be funny right now. She is literally taking advantage of old people mm-hmm. um, and somehow makes me care a lot about her character. Yeah. It's it's a rare case where a movie has every character is just like the worst character ever. Yeah. You hate the entire cast. But the movie's just really captivating and just mm-hmm. holds your attention for two hours straight with a cast of completely unlikable people. Yeah. Uh I think it's a pretty the fact that it's it's a testament to the fact that she kind of deserves this award mm-hmm. because her character is awful, but I really I really like her because of her performance. Yeah, definitely check that one out. Uh, if I had to rate it really quickly off the top of my head, I'd probably give it like a 4. 3.5 maybe? I probably a, a 4. But I, I really liked it. I thought it was interesting. We we should also get into music right quick because Kate Hudson was nominated here. Right. Uh, uh, in this movie... I didn't watch this movie. Music? I don't think I saw this That's movie. That's the Sia one. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh. Okay, yeah. Game let's changer really when I say that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when we when the trailer came out for this movie, 
Um, and people started talking about it. Hayden was the one who like showed me it. Essentially, I hadn't heard of it or anything. Well, here's the thing. It is... I I get what it's trying to do, I guess. But it is doing it in such a horrible and incorrect way. Mm-hmm. This movie takes an actress who does not have a mental disability. The mental disability in this movie is autism, specifically. Um, and she portrays it in a way that is borderline... Um, mocking yeah like it's it's almost like they're making fun of the illness and so it's in my opinion don't try and tell a story that you cannot relate to yeah don't try and be like okay i want you to act like you're autistic don't do that Mm -hmm. you cannot do that hire an autistic actor like have somebody who understands the struggles of this uh, illness and like who can really show it in a character have them portray it because if you have an actor or an actress who does not have that uh, illness or anything like that try to portray it it looks like it's making fun of it yeah and it definitely is incredibly mocking when you watch when you watch footage of it it's just it's weird to to see Sia double down too on, on her claims of how this is meant to be good yeah because there's a lot of people on the autism spectrum who are like, this movie is mean. Yeah, and, it's, it's and we're horrible. telling you right now, it makes us feel bad. And she's there's people who are like, uh, you know, I auditioned for this movie and you didn't cast me, and I'm on the autism spectrum, so why wasn't I cast? And Sia's just being rude about it. She's like, maybe you're not a good actress. Oh, and I'm geez. like, these are people who who know what you're trying to portray, and they're trying to tell you it's not good the way you did it. Mm-hmm. Um, just a quick rant because I feel like this movie. This movie's weird. And the fact that it's nominated for anything this year is is bad. Yeah. It's not a matter of it being kind of controversial. It, it being kind of offensive. This movie shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm somebody who has liked CS music quite a bit in the past. But I can't support her when she's saying all these terrible things. Yeah. And, like, I, I, we don't have any say in this either. I personally don't know anyone who is on the autism spectrum. I have no connection to this whatsoever um but as two smart people i'd like to think we're smart people um and i think that many of you can also understand and relate to this it's just kind of wrong it's wrong yeah it's it's not okay and so i agree with you with the fact that yes it should not be here it -hmm. should not be nominated for anything because it is not a movie that should win any award whatsoever and this got brought up by Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson isn't the issue here. Yeah. She's a great actress and she portrayed the role that she was hired for. Um, it's just a matter of the fact that this this is a mean movie. Mm-hmm. And and it's trying really hard to understand something that it doesn't understand. Yeah. You know, hire people on the autism spectrum to help you write the script. Hire people who understand what it's been like to do this mm-hmm. or to go through this. Um, hire actresses who... who genuinely live with this yeah do not make your com- your your movie about the autism spectrum completely void of anything to do with autism that, yeah. that's just such a, a weird weird approach to filmmaking it's such a ignorant approach mm-hmm. to making this film yeah um there are so many resources there are so many people who could give their opinion 
and uh, who could really say something to do with this film and really help make it a good movie. Um, but they just chose to not do that. And that is a horrible mistake on their part. Uh, I personally will not be watching this movie and not supporting it in any way. Yeah, no, I was going to watch it. I felt like it was kind of my obligation as, you know, as an aspiring movie critic. And then I was like, I don't want to support this movie. I don't want to pay for it. I don't want any involvement with it, to be honest with you. This this will be the only time you hear us give this movie any light. Yeah, just to shit on it. Yeah, because... See, do better. You're better than this. Yes. I know you're better than this. Or I like to believe you're better than this, at least. Mm-hmm. Just do better. And mm-hmm. this isn't. This doesn't have anything to do with the cast of this movie. Um, but yeah, just the fact that Leslie Odom Jr. was cast in this movie and Sia immediately got him to do a Nigerian accent is just like kind yeah, of too, escalates the problems there's just a lot of weird things about this movie we can move on yes <laughs> but uh yeah don't watch music and i'm sorry kate hudson you just you shouldn't be in this category mm-hmm. um but moving on uh we have our best performance by an actor in a television show uh the winner of that being josh o'connor for the crown once again i don't watch the crown a lot of crown love a lot of crown love uh, i'm sure crown's great um i was also really i like to see that Jason Bateman was in this for Ozark. Um, Al Pacino was in this for Hunters. It was nice to see him for like 15 seconds silent in the background. Yeah, just chilling. Um, and uh, we also have Matthew Rice for Perry Mason. I don't know that one. Um, but also Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. And My I, personal pick. Yeah, I, I love Bob uh, Odenkirk. I have not seen Better Call Saul, but I have watched Breaking Bad. I've seen him in that. And I love him. He's a great actor. Uh, and I think he kind of deserved this, but I I didn't watch The Crown, so yeah, um, well deserved for Bob Bob Odenkirk if he were to get it. Yeah, I think he should have personally. You know, he really expands on the character of Saul in Better Call Saul from Breaking Bad. He is he is such a good Saul. He like I don't think anyone else could play that role. No, not at all. Um, but then we move to the foreign language category, best motion picture, and our winner being Minari. Um, there's there's a lot of like it's it's weird to have this as a foreign movie we've already talked about this um but i am glad it won i i'm yeah. very glad it won um That's... another round was also into this um and i i also really like another round but i think minari was better than another round so i think it's totally deserving uh, given the situation i think it's absolutely deserving i'm really glad minari got it uh one of my favorite movies of the year and so, so I'm happy to see it get love, but also it shouldn't have been in this category. It mm-hmm. should have been elsewhere in Best Picture, in, in Best Supporting Actor, Best Leading Actor, etc. Um, another round should have technically won here. Yeah, because Minari shouldn't have been in this shouldn't category. Shouldn't have been here. Yeah. And, and if we were to pick based on actual Best Foreign Language movies, my pick would be another round. But Minari is one of my favorites, so it's it's got to be here. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we go to Best Television Series as a Drama, and, of course, the winner being The Crown again. Crown sweeping it up. Um, uh, the Mandalorian was in this, and I really wish The Mandalorian won uh, because I think The Mandalorian is amazing. The writing in it is amazing. This is, like, the first Star Wars adventure where we're not linked to the Skywalker somehow. Um, until we are. Until we are. <laughs> uh, but it, it feels... This is like a step in the right direction for Star Wars, in my opinion. Um, so I kind of wish it won, uh, but I'm sure the crown is great, I yeah. guess. We'll just have to keep saying it over and over. Yeah. There's a lot of crown love tonight. If um, you watch the crown, let us know. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to 
other award seasons where or other award shows this season where we're not necessarily talking about the shows. It was nice to touch on the shows this, uh, with the Golden Globes, but, you know, certain shows will sweep, and that's kind of the issue with doing TV series. Is. Yeah. Mandalorian, in my opinion, should have won. As a, as a Star Wars fan geeking out and seeing Mandalorian nominated for things, I was like, yeah, give it all that. Mm-hmm. But it didn't. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, then we move on to best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. The winner of that being Jodie Foster in the... Mauritanian. Ooh, Mauritanian. I've never heard of that. This just opened in our theaters the other day. Oh. And then our theaters closed. And then our theaters down. closed. Um, on another note, I won tickets to see Seminari in theaters. And, and I was excited to go the next day. Theater shut down the next morning. I was like heartbroken about it. Hayden, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. But this is karma. This is karma for you stealing these tickets. The reason why I say this is because Hayden has already seen this movie. Um, we we both have already seen this movie. We could watch it again if we wanted to. I wanted to see it in theaters. Um, and Hayden won a two free tickets to go see this movie, which I was very happy seen. about. He robbed you. Robbed somebody else from going to see this amazing movie. COVID shut it down anyway. They weren't gonna go. They didn't get to go regardless. <laughs> they could have gone on Friday. Yeah, you're right. This, it, yeah. I, I'm just messing with you. I but. just wanted to see Minari <laughs> on the pig screen. Understandable. Um, then we go to best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a series, limited series, or motion picture made for television. Before we move on to that right oh, quick. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I wanted to bring up, bring up the fact that Glenn Close was nominated for Hillbilly Elegy mm. in, in best uh, supporting role in a motion picture. Which is weird, because there's no talks of this movie. Yeah. It was immediately dismissed once people tried to bring it up into the awards season. Everybody was like, Hillbilly Elegy. And then everybody was like, no. No. This movie's garbage. Uh, Glenn Close is a great actress who has a very rich body of work. So it feels like her nomination here is kind of just like, we're awarding you for the fact that we've ignored you for like 30 years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad movie. Just weird to see. Have, I haven't watched it. See a good it, nomination. So. Yeah, it was, it's not good. We can move on. I just wanted to bring up the Glenn Close nomination. Uh, so best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a series. Yada, yada, yada. I already said all this. Uh, the winner being Gillian Anderson for The Crown. Uh, I, again, I hope The Crown's good. I don't know. Um, <laughs> continuing on. I don't I don't know how many more things I can say about The Crown. <laughs> yeah, we're just, we're just going to skip the next couple if they bring it up again. Uh, but I'm really happy about this one. Best performance by an actress in a limited series or motion picture made for television. The winner being Anya Taylor-Joy for Queen's Gambit. I mean, come on. Go off, Queen. Come on. Yo, deserving. So deserving. Ugh, that show was so good. One of the, the biggest events of 2020 was The Queen's Gambit. Mm-hmm. This show was talked about nonstop. So much love was applied towards it. Uh, people really enjoyed this. I loved this show. We were going to do an episode of The Pod about it, but it just kind of, you know, skipped our radar. Mm-hmm. This show is fantastic, and Anya Taylor-Joy is the reason why it's so good. Yeah. She really holds it, holds it down as Beth the whole season. And it's also, uh, I think, the reason why the Best Television Limited Series or Motion Picture Made for Television Award also goes to Queen's Gambit. Um, small axes in here too, uh, but I think Queen's Gambit kind of really deserved it. Uh, Queen's Gambit was so good. Somehow they made chess interesting and sexy. How do you do that? Right. How do you do that? A true testament to how good Queen's Gambit is, is the fact that I was completely captivated by a game of chess. Exactly. Like 
20 times. The amount of chess games I watched, and I was just like... On the edge of my seat. Gripped like, by it, yeah. Where are they going to move the pawn? What's the rook going to do? Oh, okay. Yeah. The Sicilian. I, That's I, all I know. <laughs> That's it. I, I loved this show. I thought it was it was fantastic. I'm I'm so glad they're keeping it a limited series. Netflix wasn't like, ooh, money. Yeah. <laughs> and then gave it a season two. It's it's a perfect seven episodes that tells a a rounded out story of a great character. Yeah. Played wonderfully by Anna Taylor Joy. Well deserved. So well deserved. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy to see it. Uh then we go to a such a deserving win for this best performance by an actor in a motion picture a drama specifically and the winner being chadwick boseman for ma rainey's black bottom we had uh, gary oldman and mank riz ahmed and sound of metal anthony hopkins in the father which i wish i'd seen <coughs> and tahir rahim in the mauritanian um i'm not gonna lie i got emotional when when the acceptance speech for chadwick started when his wife started talking like oh my goodness she immediately started crying like and i would too mm-hmm. i mean chadwick deserved this so much and the fact that um he is not here with us to be able to uh be recognized for the amazing work that he did in this movie and the amazing work he has done in hollywood in his entire film career is sad it's very sad but i am glad that he won this because he deserves this mm-hmm. um he was struggling with cancer during this time like during this movie you can see it uh in just like his physical appearance and the fact that he was like no i'm gonna make this movie i'm gonna be a part of this movie so amazing and the pure energy that while he was dealing with this that he still brought to the role yeah and the passion and yeah man chadwick was was something else we've talked about this multiple times in the past few months but there was really no upcoming actor like Chadwick. Yeah. Uh, the energy and the composure that he had in his roles was was something else. And and he should absolutely have been here to to be able to accept this. And it's and it's tragic that he wasn't. His wife really gave a great speech. It was mm-hmm. it was really emotional and and I miss him. I miss yeah. Chadwick a lot, man. This was so well deserved. And if this is an indication of where the award season is going to continue to go, Chadwick should also be getting that Oscar. Yeah. Because he deserved it. He totally great, deserved it. Great movie, great performance, and, and an actor who's gone far too early. Mm-hmm. Um, that takes us on to our Best Director category uh, for Motion Picture, and our winner being Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. So deserved. Let's go! So deserved! Let's Ugh. go! This movie, I just recently watched it for a second time. Oh my goodness, a second time it hit me even harder. Um... I think she deserves this so much because this movie does something else. It it takes a look at real life, at real people. So many of these actors aren't even actors. They are real people. Um, like that, the Bob guy who Bob is Wells, yeah. Bob Wells. Oh my goodness. Everything he says in this movie is amazing. And he even had uh, Chloe Zhao got him to uh, send, got him to send her like just a little brief thing about compassion i think it was and mm-hmm. she said that and oh my goodness like this movie deserves this winner for best director because chloe zhao did a phenomenal job with this uh unbelievable i have seen two movies by her and mm-hmm. it's become quite apparent very quickly that there's really not any any filmmaker in hollywood who understands human human emotion and just raw human energy like like her mm-hmm 
uh, incredible direction. She she was really in the back of these vans, working on this movie while working on the Eternals for MCU. Yeah. Like that absolute dedication to making this story and telling this story of human energy and, and empathy. Um, that's unreal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's completely deserving of a best director. Like she actually lived this life with these people. Yeah. And and that's beautiful. And I think I'm so happy for her. And I think, you know, this is my favorite movie of the year. It's going to get brought up a lot in our next in our coverage of the award seasons going forward. But yeah. rightfully so. I could talk about this movie over and over and still find something new to say. I love Nomadland. And I think, too, um, this is kind of going to get a bit off topic from uh, the Gold Globes, but the... I don't. I think that's an amazing place to write the Eternals or, like, work on an Eternal script. Like, I have always, in the back of my mind, there's this dream I have where I take a Volkswagen camper van across the country. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's kind of in everyone's dream to be able to live that life for a little bit at least. Um, Some of my friends are, like, seriously considering getting a van and renovating it uh, to be able to live in and like drive around the country and it is a it is a lifestyle you choose and uh one of my favorite things about the movie that it says is it's not being homeless uh, it's not having a house yeah it's not being homeless it's houseless yeah it's houseless yeah um because they still have a home that van is the like in this movie that van is fern's home uh, there is nothing that you can say to make her change her mind that that is her home. Mm-hmm. And so this movie does so such a good job at capturing that. Um, and it's so well-deserved. Good job, Chloe Zhao. You hit a part of my heart that I did not think a movie about riding around a country in vans could. Yeah. And I completely agree with you, too, before we, before we move on. Like, Living living in a van and, and traveling the world is something I think everybody really wants to do deep down. It kind of sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, it sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Nomadland shows the beauty and the hardships of this of this life perfectly, and and just overall, it's just, just a story about human beings. Yeah, and it's just so great. I'm mm-hmm. so happy. Um, that takes us to best motion picture, musical or comedy, and our winner being Borat's subsequent film. Um, Palm Springs was in this as well. Uh, so was, so was music and Hamilton and Hamilton and the prom very weird grouping of movies here I not gonna lie I kind of wish Palm Springs won that was my pick as well I like Borat's subsequent movie film I thought it was really funny uh, but um, I think Palm Springs was a bit funnier in my opinion then again that being said so many people on the cast of uh, Borat's subsequent film literally risked their lives uh, to COVID, to Trump supporters, to so much stuff. There is a clip, if you have not seen it, of Sasha Baron Cohen after he sings his uh, Wuhan, Wuhan, flu. Wuhan flu song. Yeah. Uh, he is running into an ambulance, locking himself in there because there are people who are trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it deserves the win for all of the hardships it went through uh, to make the movie happen. But I kind of wish Palm Springs won too. Yeah, I mean, Palm Springs was also my pick, and uh, personally, I would put it as Palm Springs for Best Picture, mm-hmm. and um, Sasha Baron Cohen for Best Performance yeah. in Comedy yeah. for Borat, mm-hmm. because, you know, he really, the whole crew of this movie did have, they put themselves at risk for for COVID, and, and a lot of other crazy shit that people making a regular movie wouldn't have to do, 
mm-hmm. that's why I, I'm willing to let it have this one without being upset. I think Borat's very deserving of it. But if we're talking just straight up comedy movies, I, w- I would pick Palm Springs. That movie yeah. was the the shining light of everybody's COVID experience while in lockdown mm-hmm. early in the summer. And, and I think it deserved it. I think it's a great movie. And I also do want to just mention this. I think we've mentioned it before. Um, Hamilton is in this category as well. And I love Hamilton. Do not get me wrong. I absolutely love Hamilton. I would watch it till the day I die. Seen Hamilton three times. Loved it each time. Exactly. Um, but I don't think it deserves to be in a film awards show. Because I don't think it's a film. It's not. It's. It, I don't even think this should be a discussion. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, why are people debating that a film stage adaptation should be here? Like, it, there's no reason why Hamilton should be here. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't make any sense why it would be. Like, even just when you compare it in like the the reel where it's showing each movie really quick before while well, they're saying the nominations, it looks weird. <laughs> it it doesn't fit because it's it is a show. It is a performance and. If you were like, I saw it on Disney+, Plus, uh, I don't need to see it live. Go watch it live. Yeah. Do it. I literally had a conversation with my girlfriend's parents the other day, and they were like, yeah, it was good um, watching it on Disney+, Plus, but they went to go see it live. They, and they saw like, it. It was way better oh, seeing it live. Oh, man. Um, and I totally agree. So I love the movie. All uh, right. I love the play, uh, but it's not a movie. Yeah. And I, I think it's a fantastic film stage play. Like, the you know, it... it it's done well, but mm-hmm. it just it just shouldn't be here. All respect to Lin Manuel, um, all respect to Hamilton. I just don't know why this is even a, d- a discussion. Yeah, and we are we already said the next one essentially uh, best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy that went to Sasha Baron Cohen for Borat subsequent movie film. Totally deserved. He put himself at risk for a lot of that, uh, also, and made some made a really good movie. We also had uh, Dev Patel in the personal history of David Copperfield. Uh, Lynn Manuel in Hamilton again. It, it's the same ones because it's James Corden for Prom and Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. The only difference is that it has the personal history of David Copperfield. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think all of these uh, people uh, are great. Uh, I love Lynn Manuel Miranda. James Corden the Prom is an interesting choice, but uh, not my place to say. And Andy Samberg for Palm Springs, he's a great. But Sasha Baron Cohen definitely deserves that one. Yeah. Um, then we go to best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama, and uh, there are a lot of amazing actresses in these movies. Like I think one of my favorite things about 2020 is there have been some insanely good female lead roles in movies. Like 2020 is really uh, like handing out these amazing female roles because we've got Viola Davis in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, Frances McDormand for Nomadland, Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Some of my favorite performances of the year are here. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Like, uh, and then the winner being Andra Day for The United States versus Billie Holiday, which I haven't seen. Um, but, oh my goodness, all of these actresses could have won this. Any yeah. one of these actresses could have won this. Um, I, I kind of wanted Carrie Mulligan to win because I think her performance in Promising Young Woman is exceptional mm-hmm. like phenomenal um but yeah like oh my goodness any one of these actresses could have won they are all amazing yeah i do think this is kind of weird that andre day won for united states versus billy holiday a a movie i haven't seen but also have heard very mediocre reception to uh not that that decides how i f- feel about the movie or anything but just the fact that 
there's a lot of really great movies with really great performances here. And it's just kind of weird that the movie with a great performance that's apparently not so much of a great movie mm-hmm. won the category. Uh, Andre Day's great. And mm-hmm. and I'm really excited for this for to check out this movie, but I yeah I definitely personally would have had it as Frances McDormand for Nomadland or Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman because Carrie Mulligan's doing a lot with that performance mm-hmm. and and it probably would have taken a lot out of an actress so I think that per- performance was the one I would have picked but uh, yeah interesting category this this year has been a really good year for black representation in film. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and female representation in film. A lot of female directors with female-led films. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really telling that the best performances of the year are in the actress category, that this has been a good year for female representation in film. Yeah. Um, and then finally, for our last category, we have Best Motion Picture uh, for a Drama and the deserving winner being Nomadland. Yeah. Yeah! Bring it in! Bring it in, Nomadland! We won! Um... I I think I've already said everything I want to say about Nomadland, um, but I will just say it totally deserves Best Motion Picture. This is, if not one of my favorite, if not my favorite, one of my favorite films of this year. Um, but all of these movies could be could totally win. Trial of Chicago Seven, Mank, Promising Young Woman, The Father. I haven't seen it. I, I'm no sure it's great. It. I'm sure it's great. You know. Um, but yeah, like ah, No Man Land, so good, so deserving of the win, so deserving. Such a such a special movie that's gonna stick in my heart for, for a long time, and I'm really happy to see it getting the love that it deserves. Because usually, when there's a movie that is widely known as this great, and everybody's praising it this much during an award season, the award season always ignores it. Yeah, and it's nice to see No Man Land get all the love, get all get all the the biggest two awards of the night, mm-hmm. and when we get around to it hopefully winning later on in the award season i'll have more to say about it but right now five drinks in i'm very happy yeah and i i we will i think we should do an episode on nomadland we kind of talked about it a bit uh when we were doing our favorite movies of the year uh keeping it spoiler free but now that it's more uh it's out it's out now Mm -hmm. and it's it's accessible to everyone we will definitely do an episode on it because we both love this movie um, and I really do want to get into it and really talk about what it's saying and all that stuff. But it is totally deserving. And if you have not seen it, go check it out. Really good, amazing. It won best. It won best picture as a drama. Watch it. Check yeah. it out. And it's and it's the top contender for the rest of the award season. Mm-hmm. It's likely gonna sweep for the rest of the award season. Yeah. The Nomad Love is gonna be or Nomad Land Love is gonna be crazy. Nomad Love, I like the Nomad that. Love. <laughs> That's the alternate title for it. Uh, no, I'm 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 so looking forward to the rest of this award season. Um, Golden Globes, I thought was gonna be terrible. I went into this night expecting to laugh at it. Yeah, and there are definitely some laughable aspects about it, but I came out of it pretty happy with some of the movies that have won here. Mm-hmm. And I and I I totally agree. I kind of came into this being like, oh, this will be funny. Uh, but I think they did a really good job at uh, being somewhat diverse in their nominations and uh, recipients and all this stuff. And uh, even though Minari should not be a uh, foreign film, uh, but that being said, I think that I, I was really happy with a lot of the movies that won. Um, and I think every single actor and actress and uh, director and screenwriter and everyone uh, should be happy about the nominations uh, and congratulations to all the winners. Yeah, 
I, it definitely felt like they were trying to course correct for a lot of their issues at certain points of the evening, not with the with the wins or the nominations, but just with some of the Amy Poehler and Tina Fey stuff and then just comments that got brought up. Mm-hmm. Before we, we sign off, I wanted to bring up Sowell. <laughs> yeah, right. Sowell. I almost forgot about Sowell. My, I love that movie, Sowell. Um, I can't remember who the presenter was, but... Oh, it was... Um... Uh, I can't remember. He's, he's I do like in 30 Rock. And yeah. I can't remember what his name is. Oh, it's just hilarious. It's I, I already see people making memes about it on Twitter and stuff. Dude, Don Cheadle, like in the, you heard it, like you heard him in the background because uh, for those of you who didn't watch it, they would essentially, when they before they cut to commercial, they would kind of like pan over to this five, these five TVs with the nominees for the next um, award, just kind of like hanging out in a Zoom call. Uh, and after he said Sowell, uh, Don Cheadle was one of the guys, and at the very end, you can just hear him say, yeah, so Sowell won? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How do you look at the word soul and see Sowell? Look, you know what? They were probably, just like us, a couple drinks in, enjoying their time, enjoying their night. Golden Globes are also notoriously like the alcohol show. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's the one that everybody like gathers around at fancy tables and just like has a bunch of drinks too. While Ricky Gervais makes fun of them. Yeah, well, that's like um, uh, who was it? What was the who was the director? Uh, David Fincher. David Fincher, right? Was he was pounding back shots every single. He didn't win any awards, but in all of the places where he was on screen and nominated for stuff, when somebody would win, he would take a shot. I noticed, and I was like, "Heck yeah, man! You're yeah. chilling at home. You can take as many shots as you want." Fincher was drinking less than usual here. Usually he's pounding back multiple shots, and here he was pounding back like one shot at a time. I'm like, all right, take it easy. That we saw. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) He was The first one was one shot, and then he took three shots in between and then kept going. Fincher deserved at least something here. I'm sure he'll get something in the Oscars. Yeah. I'm sure he'll get something. But yeah, that was our uh, little episode on the Golden Globes. I hope you guys all enjoyed it if you watched it. Uh, but if you didn't, this is the episode to listen to. Catch up on our little recap. Exactly. But if you want to listen to our other episodes, they're all on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your podcasts. You can also check out our Instagram, at uh, the Dive in Movie Cast, where we post movie news, all that good stuff. And our individual Instagrams, I'm at Wesley Giffen. I am at Hayden Kutris, and it is the same on our letterbox. Yeah, so... Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Uh, once again, we are the Dive and Movie Cast, and we'll see you next time. We will see you for the rest of the award season. Coming soon. <laughs>